and they have essentially set him on fire <laughs> and and completely destroyed any sort of morals that this man had <laughs> it seems like not just even him and, and no no wait wait, wait 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 <laughs> and then they had to put him out so they just decided well the easiest and quickest way to do that is just to piss on him <laughs> and that is picard <laughs> sheer fucking hubris bit of a strange nerd word because we are all in different places and not in the same room drinking and some of us are on different sides of the planet right now um however um this is the nerd word quarantine edition um because the world is currently in lockdown um but we have nerd shit to discuss so who have we got who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without, the, without the visual cue. Yeah. Well, I normally do. Uh, exactly. Uh, you got Nick. Okay. Who else we got? I got Chewy. He's back. Mm-hmm. And? Hello. Farissa here. Hey. Our hello, one hello. listener has joined us <laughs> on the Bad podcast. Time. Number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we were talking earlier, Nick, and Farissa has not been listening since we were talking about Destiny. Oh, so well. we, we even lost our, our only listener. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but yeah, so we got uh, Farissa joining us um, from San Francisco. Are you still in San Francisco? Oh, yeah. Like, you, you just call it the Bay Area. It's okay. a, it's a general area. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Bay. So normally um, we would start this by saying, hey, what have we all been up to? But most of us have been in our homes. But that means that there is lots of nerd shit to do. Nick, what nerdy cool stuff have you been up to this last month since last nerd word, really? Oh, God, is, was it a month since last last word? Feels like forever. Um, ew, God, what have I been up to? Uh, it feels like gaming's dried up. So other than like pouring tons of hours into Pokemon, um, and basically retiring from Destiny because that is completely <laughs> dried up. I think I'm like, out. dude, I'm like three months out of the game. Like the the clan in the Discord is like, you're going to be demoted if you don't log into Destiny, and I'm like, I can't even bother to click. The icon just like, on the dashboard. Here, take my badge. Yeah, I'm <laughs> handing it in and my gun. Did you play Shadowkeep? Yeah, but Shadowkeep was like not great. And then the season pass content that came after that, I played that for like an hour, and I was just like, man, I can't bother. I got Pokemon to play. Then the content that came after that, I just took a look, and I was just like. I can't be bothered. And that's 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 been it. That's been Destiny out of the So in replacement to Destiny, and because of the quarantine, I just been watching just like tons of Netflix TV stuff. Like I just burnt through whole bunches of series. Um I actually for no good reason watched all of Sons of Anarchy. Which oh, really? is a weird ass series. Um it's a good series, though. 
it is good, but it, it's, there's some weirdness where, like, to, well, to keep the drama up, well, the weirdness is like Stephen King randomly turning up and just kind of like fondling a corpse and then just like get rid of it. That was like, okay, I never saw that coming. <laughs> then, um, no, the weirdness is just like dumb things happen to keep the drama going, which keeps it entertaining. But it gets to a point where it's so dumb to keep the drama going that you just kind of like, oh man, I almost want to check out. And then it will kind of like course correct, and it'll be like, oh, okay, I can, I can, I can tolerate this, right? I mean, it ended weird, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it enough to watch through the whole series. It's a hard random recommend, but I did enjoy the random cameos though, because <laughs> um, I mean, who doubt had like bloody Robocop, Peter Waller on there. Really? Uh, I think like Courtney Love turns up at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson plays like a Aryan oh, Brotherhood yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's like he's like a weird kind of like corporate um, like Aryan Brotherhood. He's like, oh, Aryan Brotherhood just a brand, you know. I just like blah blah. And it's like, oh, okay, that's that's an interesting <laughs> twist. But um, yeah, so I kind of rinse through that. Then I'm kind of like, all right, I'm kind of burnt out on long haul series let me just watch like little bits and pieces and i just got into like um loads of crime documentaries which it's kind of wrecked me to some degree because just like man the american justice system is fucked up <laughs> so um <laughs> i'm just like i'm just he says to the american in the room preaching to the choir but it's just like man when i watched um what was it? The series called Time, the Khalif Browder story. Oh, it's like, wow. That's like one of the few things that's actually gotten to me where I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, how like how bad can you mess up someone's life over nothing? Yeah. Uh, like, mean, uh, it's like, are we talking geez. like, because I mean, I know you were, you were pretty into your, um, I mean, I've still not watched it and you're probably going to kick my ass for it. But yeah, I've still not watched Making the Murderer. So. Oh, dude! Nah, I watched it either. Dude, man, season two was like Jesus Christ, man. But is this at that level of? Because I know, like, you were um, like, you were like, this is fucked up. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, in some ways actually worse than that, right? Okay. Because without giving too much away about the whole thing, and to be honest, even if I gave pass away, it's still like it's a phenomenal watch just to see how kind of bad the system is, and just see how like someone tries to endure an injustice. Um, and what happens to them when they have endured that injustice, right? But imagine like you're, you know, you're a kid in the hood, you come back from party, the police pull up and they're just like, uh, yeah, someone reported that you, you know, someone's ID'd you to say like you've stolen their bag and we've got them in the squad car and they, they fingered you and you, you're like, what, dude, man, I just came back from party, I've not got nothing on me, like, I, I didn't do it, I don't know this guy. And they're like, well, we're just going to throw the cuffs on you and just put you in the squad car and take you back to the station for questioning, yeah? That little instance turned into three years in Rikers Island, right? Which is like a holding. It, it, it's just a. It's just like a makeshift prison, basically, right? It's like a temporary prison, right? But it's rough. It's unregulated, and for like a what was he like sixteen years old when he went in there? Like he spent half the time in solitary, which completely just ruined him mentally. Yeah, um, it, it's it's tragic. What happens? Like the, the, the everything happens is tragic, and it just shows how bad it is because he was in he's basically in prison for three years with no conviction whatsoever. It's not like he went to the jury and the jury says, "Yeah, we found you guilty. You're stealing this guy's bag." You don't even get three years in jail for actually stealing someone's bag. Yeah, right. Yeah. But because of the bail system in America, 
if you haven't got whatever it is they needed, which was like $900 to put him on bail, it's like, yeah, you sit in jail. That's it. So it's just insane to see it. Right. Okay. So that was, and I was telling, I was telling like a whole bunch of people that I don't use the word heartbreaking, like loosely. I rarely mm. ever use it, but I was like, this is actually heartbreaking. Like at the end, I was just like, geez. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah. I watched sex season of, um, making a murderer. And then from there, I've just watched like a whole bunch of other kind of similar kind of crime documentary, kind of like pseudo um, cold case kind of stuff. Just like never, ever like if police want to talk to you, always have a lawyer because otherwise they can mostly just make you confess to a murder that you didn't do and you just get jail time, like big time. Yeah, that's like there's a whole series on that called Confession Tapes, which is fascinating to watch. Then also watched... Um, there's a series called Dirty Money, okay. which is quite interesting. This episode, I think you would actually find interesting, strangely enough, Bailey, um, which is about the Volkswagen emission scandal. Right. Where they basically they basically told everyone, hey, look, our, our diesel cars are like really clean and like yeah. safe and great and all this kind of stuff. And they were actually rigging the numbers and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, like, they were fudging the numbers. Oh, okay. Oh, they but, can do it the way they did it is crazy. So yeah, it's the whole that whole series is actually really interesting. Um, I'd recommend. I definitely recommend to watch. Um, you don't even have to watch the whole series. You can pick about stuff. There's stuff about like pharmaceutical companies that were just like acquiring companies and just like jacking up the prices of like necessary drugs. There's like banks just pressuring tellers into doing all kinds of things to make targets there's like um there's even oddball episodes which i've not even watched like maple syrup thieves in canada <laughs> like that's a big thing apparently so it's like mm. but then it goes all the way up to like hsbc being like a massive front for like cartels oh, arcade yeah, kind of super super corrupt but yeah. but yeah that's that's the main stuff man that's Does that's what i've been on david attenborough narrate any of them no, because he's too busy stealing souls. Yeah. Like, he, ain't, he ain't got time to narrate everything, man. He's just got to stay alive, man. We're living in dangerous times. I do, man. <laughs> he just he just has to crack open another fresh body. Just... <laughs> another <laughs> slab of soul. Yeah, exactly, man. That's, that's you've, it, man. Been, you've been watching like loads of crime and like serious documentaries, man. Yeah, I do. Man. I mean, that's the thing. I, I tend to veer away from them because, like, I'm. I, I'm all too aware of the misery in the world. I can't yeah. watch more. I don't know. I just it, it, the the process fascinates me. That's the thing. It's right. like right. until you kind of see how it goes down, you're not truly. You can be like, oh well, you know, American justice system's corrupt or whatever. You're like, yeah, and then you see it, and you're like, whoa. But I don't know. I watched some other fun stuff. I think I did break my series rule, and I powered through the boys, right? Which okay. I was hoping there was more of. Like, I kind of, like, loaded up thinking, like, okay, there's, like, what, two seasons or something? So I just power through that, mm. and it was, like, one season. I'm like, shit. And it ends on, like, a big cliffhanger, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now I need... Where's the rest of it? Where? Give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. Uh, okay. But um, if, you haven't sure, watched, if you haven't watched The Boys, uh, how was that? It's uh, second season this year, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> but, but I hope so, man. I just want to see what happens next. <laughs> um, but if you haven't seen The Boys, basically, it's a kind of it's a kind of strangely interesting modern cynical look at like the idea of superheroes existing so there's basically like a corporation that essentially owns superheroes 
and they put out auditions for like emerging superheroes for them to join that corporation and then they kind of lease superheroes out to cities and say like okay you need a crime fighter so we recommend this crime fighter like and it gets kind of like oddly political where it's just kind of like oh you know the the mayor of detroit is looking for a thing it's like well we have a guy called prince nubian who'd be perfect for your demographic and it's like that level of kind of like cynicism mm. where it's just like everything has to be tailor-made um and it just exposed like conspiracies and all that kind of stuff it's just interesting to okay. kind of see um and it's quite fun but it's done by i think it's, it's either done either involves or is based on a garth ennis series and garth ennis did the run of like the punisher like yeah. the most brutal run of the punisher yeah, yeah, so yeah. this 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 kind of whole doesn't kind of hold back his punches in terms of a series because it's kind of like based on his kind of writing okay but um it's, it's a good watch it's an interesting watch um the only other thing i think i've seen you doing is um playing pokemon um hell yeah i've been playing pokemon <laughs> gotta raid them all gotta catch them all going well yeah yeah i mean it's it's enjoyable pokemon like me and brother still kind of at it trying to get all the kind of different raid pokemon get hidden ability pokemons and all that kind mm. of stuff and just gearing up for the dlc which nintendo are like hey here's a direct with a whole bunch of stuff here's the release date june you're like okay can you <laughs> narrow it down a bit you know a day nope, nope. nope. june it's ready when it's ready but yeah, it's exactly. like come on guys okay. so <laughs> well we talked about uh pokemon sort of in the last episode i think um so anything else and if not then i'm uh move on to farissa no i'll, I'll move on Cool, cool. Uh, Farissa, what have you been up to for the last... Uh, Two weeks. Well, I was going to say, you know, when did we last have you over here, so... Oh, dang, it's like five years, honestly. Yeah. Five <laughs> uh, whole years. No, but, um, <laughs> in, in seriousness, you know, what, what, what nerdy, geeky, cool stuff have you been up to in the last sort of month? Really? Um, yeah, so recently, like, I think I was so invested in witcher oh before we move forward um mm -hmm. i also want to tell nick like you should watch uh the trials of gabriel fernandez like if you want to watch that as well I, I there's so many i've watched that i didn't want to like <laughs> bore everyone by writing it down i watched yeah, yeah. yeah the trial of gabriel yeah. fernandez is the the kid that was beaten right yeah that was too much that i couldn't even go through that tragic one. man that was well, that was pretty harsh yeah i couldn't go like I couldn't finish the whole like show because it was just too much. It was just pretty, oh, this pretty bad. This is why I don't. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I'm right. just like I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to watch it. I'm just like I right. don't want to invest my time in something so miserable that I, mean, I have to stop I mean, That one in particular, yeah, is like yeah. If you if you're <laughs> if you're nervous disposition, like that is not the one to watch, man. Like yeah. that is like that's weak. Because there's, like, an appeal to, like, you know, true crime where you can... I, I don't know, like, for me, when I listen to, like, a true crime podcast, there's always the appeal of, like, what's the, you know, mentality of, like, you you know, these serial killers. And I think that's what, you know, kind of, like, um, let you come back to it. Like, you know, watch it or read about him or listen to them. It's just like, oh, wow, this person definitely had, like, a really traumatic, you know, mm -hmm. childhood. And this is something that, you know like push them to be in this situation so and so forth but yeah that that one was just too much um because it's like it's a child you know and they're talking about they're basically telling his story and how 
you know, his situation was with, you know, his family. It was just, like, pretty brutal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just how it just um, got overlooked. Like, he, he could have been so saved, but just between kind of red tape, yeah. between people just not caring, it just kind of went yeah. under the radar. And I it's think, just... Yeah, I think there's, like, three or four, um, like, Child Protective Service, like, employees that actually got um, sent to jail for that. Yeah. Um, because they overlooked everything and, you know, it was, like, too late to save him. It was pretty bad. But, yeah, I mean, it brought about massive reform. I mean, like, the kind of, the as much tragedy as it is, at least there's some progress made after this. Like, there's a lot of reform. Obviously, it didn't save his life, but there's a lot of reform kind of mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. Because as you said that, I almost thought you were talking about the other one, the Aaron Hernandez, the American football player. Yeah. Who was, like... That, that was also a random watch, but anyway, I went Bogart's on section. It's just like, yeah, there's lots of <laughs> random stuff on Netflix that I can go on. Are, are you okay, Nick? Are you okay? No, I'm fine, man. I find that, like I said, I find it fascinating. I'm all about the process. And, and you watched all these in, in how, two weeks, yeah? Um, no, one week. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'm no, used no, to no, no. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Nah, come on, like, they're background stuff, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> the, the Switch is great. Like, I can, I'm perfectly in rhythm of on my couch, chilling with my Switch, grinding out Pokemon, whilst listening to all these documentaries, right? That's why I'm saving Ken Burns for Bailey Jumps on My Back. It's about a game Ken Burns, man. I'm going to, dude, it's, it's dude, I, uh, I've only just begun to watch documentaries, <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of. Uh, mm -hmm. well, carry on for a sec, carry on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I just got, like, really excited about, like, true crime and stuff that, nice. that was kind of like a little bit of my thing too it's like um since i had like a really long commute uh it takes me at least like 45 minutes like to go to work i kind of just like listen um listen to some podcasts i know i should be listening to you guys but uh <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean i didn't want to say but you know <laughs> yeah um like this D and D podcast, and then there's this like Ooh, true. Do crime. tell, do tell. Yeah. Oh man, my favorite podcast of all. Like, uh, it's called not not another D and D podcast. I and... I already have that one. Yeah. Really? Are you yeah. caught up? I haven't. No, no. I've literally. Okay. We're talking. Last week, I subscribed to it. Oh man, I I, I had, I had one of my coworkers like, um into it like i think this is her third week and she's already like halfway through like she's around like episode 50 mm -hmm. man i love i love the crew like i love that cast so much because okay. like they're from like uh college humor and how the dm uh brian murphy he's like a really like really good storyteller and with that it kind of inspired me to like you know learn how to play dnd &D and also try to dm so throughout okay. this whole okay. two-week process i mean like, you, um have you listened to the critical role stuff um i think i'm trying to like ease my way into that but yeah. there's also another one where i watch it on twitch it's called dimension 20. Right. um so that one is by another dm called brian lee uh, mulligan and um like all of these people they're all actually friends so brian murphy or like you know yeah brian murphy uh uh what's her uh emily axford um, they join that other D and D group uh, in Dimension Twenty, and then they have like uh, this one campaign where they're a bunch of like high school teenagers, and it's so funny because okay. <laughs> you kind of relate. Like, oh, what the hell? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, that's kind of like, you know, parts of it, you know, your your teenage years in a way. Um, but yeah, I just love the story. And I'm trying to read like, uh, oh man, uh, I bought like a D&D Essentials kit and it came with the uh, dra uh, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. So I'm kind of like okay. reading through that module and then I'll probably like run a game with my roommates and then, nice. uh, yeah, like take it from there. Uh, in terms of video games, like, yeah, Witcher 3, um, I've never played Witcher ever, and I jumped right into Witcher 3. Um, I was telling my friend, like, yeah, it's so fun, and I'm like, I think I have 30 hours in it, and then I look at my, uh, my Steam, and it says, oh, it says, like, it's 70. And I'm like, oh, okay, it only felt like I've been playing for 30, but in, in total, <laughs> I've invested, like, 70 hours <laughs> in, um, in this game, and I'm like, oh, wow. I guess I spent so many hours in here. Um, oh, and then we got Animal Crossing. Um, I've, I, I was kind of telling you guys earlier that I've never really played. This is my first Animal Crossing also. Yeah. Um, like I'm always a sucker for any kind of like farming crafting game with a, a fishing mini game in it. So <laughs> like, uh, I'm like an original Harvest Moon like fan. Like oh, every time someone asks me like, "Oh, what's your top like PlayStation game?" I always put like Harvest Moon Back to Nature. It's okay. like my number one. And yeah, it, it kind of uh, gives me like those uh, those like nostalgic feeling. Um, yeah, I bet. I bet. Like Stardew Valley, I think I've spent like 120 hours in there too, and that's just like on my PC. And I also have like on my Switch, which has like 60. So I've pretty much just like grabbed every kind of platform I can play Stardew Valley on, and it's just crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Um, oh, and oddly enough, um, I just went ahead and start watching um, Naruto from the very beginning because i've never watched it i, I couldn't wow. get past it. yeah i couldn't get past the tuning exams but oh, when i saw like some <laughs> when i saw some like um you know like fight scenes on shippuden like yeah. oh man i want to i want to watch that i i want to relate i want to you know understand like how does you know guy um have like his uh form or something to defeat oh, like yeah oh man that 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 battle was so dope that i'm like okay i really have to invest maybe you know some of my time right now watching naruto up until shippuden so yeah that's kind of uh there's a lot of things that's a big ask at this point to oh, commit if, yeah. you, if you cut out the filler it, it, it's more than manageable man like uh, like pre shippuden naruto is like Tons of filler. Yeah, there was a lot of filler. You just think about get it. to the core episodes. It's like Dragon Ball. There's tons there was of a point filler. where there was like a year of filler, right? Yeah, the yeah. last hundred episodes of Naruto is all filler. There's no point. <laughs> See, you know, it's just like, how do I know it's a filler? Like, because it's, it's like, like what, what's under uh, what's under Kakashi's mask? And then yeah. you spend like a whole day trying to find what his face looks like. It's like, yeah, it just that. feels weird when you're watching a filler episode. You're just like, it's Naruto, but it doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, there's just that's a filler episode. Any kind okay. of story at all, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, makes sense. Um, but yeah, so it's just like play video games, D and D, um, okay. you know, work stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, 
other than that, that's like in terms of shows, um, not anime wise. Like I've I've watched Sabrina, the new one. Um, that one's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, and then um, the Good Place. I really like yeah, that show. Love Good Place. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's basically it. I, I know a lot of people have been telling me like I should watch The Kingdom. Um, have you guys heard about that one? The Kingdom? I, I mean, I've I've seen it advertised, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's basically like I haven't watched it, but just imagine like old time Korea and there's zombies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, uh, I guess like, you know, I might give it a shot. <laughs> okay fair enough um yeah. i have um some recommendations just to um throw them out there since you were talking about the D stuff um so DD podcasts um there is there was actually one that i was listening well not even listening to there was a live stream on twitch because in the uk we have this thing um called um questing time i think it's questing time yeah it's questing time and mm-hmm. um it's usually five comedians um that normally work like the london and edinburgh fringe circuit and um they basically run a a dnd live show at a pub so everyone goes there the crowd's really raucous and um and they have like lots of really sort of weird custom rules like ev- like most episodes one guy has a animal companion and the animal companion is a mayfly so it only lives for one day and basically every single episode is like a whole new adventure hey hey jim (laughs) auto mute auto mute extra mute hello jim am i muted hey Uh, hello 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 Claire's here too. Frissa! Oh my god, Frissa's here! Hello! Hello! Hang on, I'm going to turn my camera back on so uh, I can wave at at Claire. (laughs) You didn't know you were poking your nose. Hello, Bailey. (laughs) Right, turn my my camera off again now. (laughs) It's it's, it's weirding me out. You're in a different locale. You're not in your back cave. My dining room. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, if, if you're listening to the podcast now, um, although it would only be Farissa listening to the podcast because that's like one, <laughs> one account we have. Um, Jim's just joined into the podcast as well. And, um, yeah, so as I was saying, um, so these guys, they, they do this live show. And um, one of the great things about the show is this mayfly that's the animal companion. They literally break out, like, the, the monster manual for D&D and they uh-huh. just flick through it and they tell the audience when to say stop they say stop and whatever it lands on the mayfly has is, is, is has those stats for that <laughs> monster and like i went to see it like the other week and the mayfly had like the stats of like an an ancient ice dragon and they like, like the, D, the dm was just like well this is gonna be a quick episode you know and um and they because of the quarantine they've been live streaming it instead um so yeah it's really good it's called questing time it's on twitch um oh, okay Thank you. I'll uh, I'll definitely look. Uh, I'll definitely check that out too. Maybe maybe you should also like host a um like a D and D session like like uh, this. Yeah, I'm <laughs> currently writing a and D session for um because I run the 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 D and D sessions at the office. So I'm kind of I'm I'm sort of I I bought the um the critical role the new companion book that came out. 
Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I bought that, and it's going to be set in that in that land as well. So yeah, hoping to get it sorted soon. Although I spent, I was supposed to work on it today, but I spent it playing Animal Crossing and eating ice cream. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Uh, I I don't want to, you know. Oh no, no, that's it. Drop anything. So yeah, okay. So you enjoying your first foray into uh, Animal Crossing then? Yeah, it, it's pretty fun. Like I know a lot of my friends had already done like the cheating way where you would time travel, but I'm gonna, you know. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can do that. That's, oh my yeah. god, beats the point of Animal Crossing. Oh jeez, yeah. Oh not wow, that, that's not that that's painful to hear. Cheating <laughs> breaks the game. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it. Like I'm enjoying it, and yeah, I, I love the grind. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it, it's just pretty calming too. Especially like at the end of the day, this is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, I know, like I told you guys, I haven't been gaming like like throughout like the whole week. But Animal Crossing is a, a an exception just because it's like, oh yeah, people from work also plays it, and you know we can just like be in one island and just like chill. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I haven't actually been to anyone's islands yet, so I'll have to, um, have to figure that out. Though. Yes, I will. I will definitely will. Um, Jim, I think you, I mean, we've got that document at work set up, so you yeah, can, no, yeah, can we're, we're in there. It's that weird thing I get with Animal Crossing where you know it's like it's such a family game for me that I'm like, do I really want anybody else I know coming in and potentially like you know moving one of Barney's plants or something like <laughs> get all <laughs> protective about the kids' stuff? But <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Well, yeah, I it's just... just people might do it back and then I'm like, oh but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So in New Leaf, right? I played New Leaf for probably a year and a half, pretty consistently. Yeah. All that time, I saw one tarantula, and in this one, I've seen two already in the space of like less than a week, and. Claire has a phobia of scorpions, which she didn't have until she was attacked by one in New Leaf, right? It's like, honestly, it's true. she's now got a full phobia of scorpions that all emerged from this one incident. And now she's scared to play New Horizons anytime after 7 p.m. because she's like, she doesn't like trenches already, and now there's more of them around, and she's oh, terrified no. scorpions are going to jump out. Oh, jeez. Oh, so it's become this like survival horror. It's great. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, Cool. Uh, anything else, Rissa? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Okie dokie. Uh, Chewy. Yo, how's it going? What have you been up to, my dude? Um, apart from working, um, <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people have like had a lot of downtime recently. Um, I haven't. I've uh, been kind of <laughs> looking forward to to like actually having a day off playing some games right. um and that's only just happened like the last two days so i kind of picked up division two oh, and yeah. started playing that with uh, my housemate and that's been quite it's been quite fun it's been quite good quite enjoying it very pretty game graphics are really pretty okay that's not a game i expected you picking up well um I didn't expect myself picking it up either, but he kind of suggested it, and because it, it's totally a Destiny clone, it's like all the all the mechanics of the game is Destiny, mm. and then the gameplay is Gears of, uh, Gears of War, and I don't mind that. It's it's yeah, it's okay. all right actually. It's playing all right. Um, been watching loads of TV shows, uh, trying to catch up on stuff. So I managed to catch up on Harley Quinn. That was really good. I was really surprised by that. Okay. Um, what else to watch? <laughs> Been watching Picard the past few weeks. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go into that 
a little bit later. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. What else have I been watching? Watched loads of movies as well. Uh, saw Jojo Rabbit. That was really good. okay. Yeah, yeah, I actually really enjoyed oh, I love that. that show. Yeah. Well, I watched it like last week with my roommates. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and I saw what was the other film? Um, no, I can't. No, no, there was no. I haven't been watching that many, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, you haven't picked up Animal Crossing yet, have you? No, I was pretty good. I was, so I wasn't really getting involved on the Animal Crossing hype on the build up towards it. Yeah, and then it kind of came to like. The week of the launch and everyone was like getting ready to isolate themselves and i was like should i like, nah nobody's gonna pick it up nobody's gonna pick it up <laughs> and it got to thursday and like people are getting proper getting hyped about it and i'm like okay okay cool cool i'll go pre-order it and uh, no, can't pre-order it can't purchase yeah. it and i'm like okay what and like i remember friday morning when it actually was released i was looking on like games website uh, our website it was just all completely sold out everywhere and i was like yeah. okay i'm gonna have to do it digitally and i still haven't invested into it yet i mean you, you can pick it up digitally like um for yeah a, for like 40 pounds that's what i got it for so yeah but i i think once i've uh finished playing De division two i'll pick up animal crossing and start playing it Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of like the perfect game for for what's going on at the minute. Like, mm -hmm. with the exception of tarantulas, there's there's no real threat involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite surprised to find two tarantulas in Animal Crossing so early on. That yeah. is quite rare. But I am looking forward to playing Animal Crossing as well. Everyone is so hyped about it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good stuff, man. Uh, cool. I finished off, yeah, I finished off Pokemon. Uh, finally finished off the story. Um, it. Yeah, I've been doing raids with the guys quite a bit. That's been mm. that's been good fun. Uh, yeah, I made some time to actually complete it. Got the legendary Dougie. That was cool. Um, but now it's just back to raids, really. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, cool. Uh, if nothing else, then uh, yeah. The uh, yeah, I, well, um, well, yeah, I don't know what I played. I feel like I've not been playing anything specific because I've got kind of drawn in by GeForce now, um, which has sort of unlocked a big chunk of my Steam backlog. But because yeah. of that, I've just been dipping into like little 10 minute chunks of this and that here and there and just sort of trying things out to see if they look nice and just sort of be amazed that they even work <laughs> and even more amazed that they work. like on my TV, just streaming without actually having a PC there to play them on and they still look great. And yeah, just so that I've been sort of tech demoing a lot of stuff rather than playing. Um, so yeah, just that and then Animal Crossing, really. Uh, not much else going on for me, gaming wise. Um, unless, I don't know, I feel like I'm forgetting something. The Witcher, I'm still heavy in The Witcher at the moment. And it's like, and I was checking when I started playing that. I've literally been playing The Witcher for three years now, but obviously within that, <laughs> there have been big, long chunks where I just put it down and then, I don't know, it's quite rare to put a game down and then go back to it, you know? Like, there's millions of games <laughs> I've put down. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly right. I've had a baby at the same time, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, putting a game down is not unusual. Putting a game down and then still getting around to going back to it is unusual, so I guess, you know, that's credit to The Witcher in that sense. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty close to ending the main story at this point, so I'm 
getting that feeling that you're obligated to mop up a lot of side quests before you do that, even though I know there's two big DLCs that are going to be together as long as the main quest was anyway. So, mm. and so sort of like getting my house in order a bit before I do the last couple of missions in the main quest. And I think, yeah, yeah the, the TV show nudged me back towards it as well a little bit. I mean, the TV well, show's pretty great. Um, it really was, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah, it a lot more than I expected. A few exceptions, but um, yeah, I really didn't like. Um, I didn't think the actress playing Yennefer was. I didn't think she was old enough, honestly. Um, well, it's set in her prehistory, right? I mean, yeah. Plus, she stops aging. So, yeah. What do you mean? Well, I just, I just didn't. I, I, she, I don't know. She just didn't feel right. Like she didn't feel like Yennefer, like book-wise, or even, you know, even um, game-wise. But uh, I yeah. really liked her. I found her a lot more sort of nuanced and so a lot more interesting than the the game version i've not read the books but yeah game yennefer's she's kind of a walking trope whereas i thought yeah well yeah i mean book book version is much more interesting but um yeah i mean she's i mean yeah she's not like you know i mean in the game she's she's you know basically designed to be you know this super good looking lady like in in the books she's not even described as like being um like um, you know like a great beautiful like a great beauty is how she's described she's not she's described as not not a great beauty right, right. she gets by on her charisma and that's i think that's i didn't find the the portrayal in the series very charismatic i think is what okay. i'm going for but yeah i kind of did but okay no it's fine it's fine um but yeah, I mean, in terms of you going back and playing the game, I mean, I mean, the, the the DLC for that game is just fucking massive as well. Like, it's just unbelievable achievement. Like what they what they did with that game. So, yeah, glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> um, anything else you've been up to? And you are on mute. <laughs> wow, that's <you're> amazing. <laughs> um, yes, I'm still digging hard into my Godzilla marathon thing, which is yes. kind of spiraled out of control because it started out <laughs> with the idea of me just wanting to watch all the Godzilla films. And then it kind of became me wanting to watch all the Ichiro Honda films as well as all the Godzilla films. Wow. But then I also started adding in other Toho films from that era that aren't Honda and then started pulling in other like oh big monster movies from the 50s and 60s that aren't toho or even japanese but are godzilla inspired so yeah i'm like probably 40 films in and only nine films into godzilla specifically um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's wow i'm okay. sort of really enjoying it there's just a few too many of these films where because i'm trying to keep a record of what i've seen and you know giving all little marks out of five and stuff right uh but there are quite a few where honestly i've fallen asleep 20 minutes in and oh, no. fully woken up here and there through bits and got to the end of me like that definitely wasn't good enough for me to go back and rewatch it Ooh. i'm just gonna kind of give a rough estimate of how good it was so. <laughs> oh come on man yeah and then there's others where it's like you know you watch this film and it's a really bad film but what you've watched is the Japanese version, and then you know the American version's only got like 12 minutes of footage from the Japanese one, and the rest of it's a whole new film, so you feel like you should watch that as well, but the first one was so bad anyway, yeah, like, Varan is the worst for those, it's like, mm. I actually watched the American one first, 
which has got hardly any of the original footage in. And it's one of the worst films I've ever seen in terms of just like <laughs> not even being made professionally. Like there are sections of that film where you've only got two people in the scene and one of them wanders out of shot and keeps talking while the camera pans up so that the other one's only got the top of her head in there. So you got the top <laughs> of somebody's head. She's not speaking. The guy who is speaking isn't even in the shot. And it's like, <laughs> this is worse than the whole movie stuff. How has this Oof. even happened? Yeah, it's like, it's like astoundingly bad. Um, oh dear. But yeah, so I still hadn't seen the Japanese version of that. I thought, well, it must be better. So I actually went back and watched that one a couple of days ago when I was, when I was actually coroned up and in bed for the day. Um, oh, yeah. Was, yeah, when I couldn't get out of bed, but I wasn't quite asleep. Mm. Uh, I tried the version of that. Weirdly fine at this point. Yeah, yeah. I've been had all the right symptoms for like a day. Um, kind of all went away again. So I've got a bit of a cough now, and okay. that's all. It's really odd. So I'm yeah, not fully convinced that I even did have it, but not convinced that I haven't had it. No idea. Um, oh. So we're quarantining anyway to make sure if we do yeah. have it, then we're not passing it out. So that's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm liking that you're enjoying and expanding on your uh, kaiju odyssey <laughs> well that's it. i need to kind of put some kind of boundaries on it so that i actually get past 1975 you know which is technically the end of the first era of godzilla but yeah i'm up to 71 i've just watched hedora which is one that i'd seen before years ago and knew that i loved because godzilla versus hedora is the weird late 60s psychedelic kind of <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like Godzilla doing a, a Pink Floyd album. It's nuts. It's all <laughs> side eye and lava lamps and yeah, oh, hippies yeah. frugging. It's just it's amazing. It's great. Love yeah. It. Uh, cool, cool. Um, anything else? Have you uh, did you did you catch up with Picard in the end or not? Almost. I've not oh, seen man. the finale. I've seen everything but. Ah oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. I've seen enough to have thoughts about it, and I'm not spoiler phobic because who gives a shit what happens? It's a piece of shit, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you really feel, Jim. But we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll, save well it. you're not we'll wrong. We'll save it. We'll save it. Um, Jim, I was gonna, Jim, I was gonna ask: Did did you recover from the uh, Doctor Who finale? Oh, jeez, oh, of course, right? Oh man, you know what? Oh. <laughs> I was thinking earlier today how it's such a relief that that wasn't airing a few weeks later because imagine having the disappointment of that finale happen now in the middle of everything else that's happened it's like that would have been too much <laughs> you know at least we're playing, that the for the deal with <laughs> yeah yeah i've not even talked to you probably about it have a chewy what, no what, not yet no what do you think oh i like it, it was actually a decent episode like no it wasn't episode... it wasn't <laughs> no, no, no 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 so this game's so, already the, the story the direction actually the the companions they were that's that story arc was pretty useless but yeah. like the way it was all presented it it was just when they retconned it when they gave the doctors our oh, origin story if you can even call that, it's just I oh. <laughs> like I, I've got a picture on my wall of like um, a TARDIS exploding, painted in Van Gogh, and and that's exactly how I feel. Is that after after that, it's for me Doctor Who just exploded, <laughs> and I, I I don't even know whether it's going to be worthwhile watching it again after that. Yeah, I mean I'm closer to giving up on it than I've ever been in my life. I mean, oh, the wow. only other time I've, the only other time I've stopped watching it was. Um, in like 85 i think when it was yeah 12. 
maybe later than that. Trial of a Time Lord, that one story that lasted a whole year. Was that Sylvester? Was no, it was the second season of Colin Baker. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah, so towards the end of that, I was just bored of it. But even then, I didn't give up. The only thing that stopped me watching it after that was that um, they started scheduling it against Coronation Street. And my mum mm. wouldn't let me watch it because she watched <laughs> Coronation Street. So that's the only <laughs> yeah. point in my life where I've not watched Doctor Who is like, like period then. But um, yeah, right now it's like the stuff they've changed makes it hard to imagine how it can be good again until someone re-retcons the retcon and just says, forget all this shit. Because yeah, yeah, everything now has to be about what they've just done. Yeah, and the the whole next season is just going to be about filling in the gaps. Yeah, that whole episode where it was set in um, Yorkshire was it Yorkshire? No, it was Ireland. Ireland was it? And the, they've got to explain all that as well because they didn't. Uh, and then the previous Doctor as well. They've got to explain all that. There's probably going to be a spin-off series about one of these other Doctors that we never knew about. And uh, all, uh, that, all that just to explain the brain of Morbius, which look, I love the brain of Morbius, but. Nobody gave a shit that that one 10 second chunk didn't make sense. So we're probably being a bit deep cut. All right. So Brain of Morbius was a Tom Baker story, mid seventies. And in the middle of that story, he has a fight with this other Time Lord and they have a kind of mind fight. And there's a screen yeah. on, in between them as this fight's happening. And you see all these different faces pop up. There's the, the doctor's faces. Yeah. They're all implications. The implication is these are all previous generations of the doctor that you never saw um but then a couple of years after that maybe not even a couple of years they brought in the canon that he only has a finite number of generations and it's 12 and from that point it's always been understood that the first one on tv was his first face yeah and so then they had to have like bits of story to explain when he got to the his last generation that's why the time lords give him some magic extra energy to like start it all over again and stuff Karen, um, the tv show now what we found out is that he's the one time lord who doesn't have a limit on his generations or she's the one time lord who doesn't have a limit on her generations because she was never a time lord anyway she was this other weird creature from space who they found next to a portal and that's how they learned to do regeneration from her and she's had an infinite number of generations but they just mind wiped her at one point, so she didn't remember any previous ones. And it's just ridiculous. The whole mind wipe as well. It's like basically how they can change the canon. But at least Brain and Morbius makes sense now. It's like, oh right, so those no, faces no. we saw have come from somewhere, right? It just oh, who cared? Who cared? And those faces were like previous cast members in the uh, yeah, yeah. characters. They were like crew. It was just like roadies and whatever, you know, like people who were. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know what would be terrible if the Doctor is actually every single person in the universe it, uh, expanded <laughs> over an infinite timeline. Oh, dude, that's uh, actually uh, that's a actually a story, isn't it? By um, there's like a creepy classic story about that one. Yeah, there's, there's actually a real like a real story by um, I think it's the same guy that wrote Cloud Atlas, um, <laughs> where everyone let me let me i mean carry on with your doctor thing and let me just go and find it um yeah but there was no there was no need for any of that to happen as well like the whole timeless child thing was like um it was like dropped a tiny little bit no one really cared about it they didn't really hype it up enough um the new master though i really like him i really liked his portrayal um, I liked him in theory until he came back for that finale, and all he did was stand and talk about 
he did a lot of talking, stand there and tell he? a story. He didn't have anything to do himself. All he could do was stand there and say, right, okay, I've clearly got, like, the whole of retcon in this whole show is on me standing here telling the story of what happened before everyone was watching it. It's just, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching um, previous Doctor Who's, actually. So, do you remember the 50th anniversary? Um, yeah. I watched the two episodes on the build-up to that and that. And a few episodes after, it's things that are special with the uh, first Doctor who's being played by... Is it William Hart? Hartnell. Hartnell, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I, I'd, I'd forgotten how good Doctor Who was at both like storytelling, the acting. Like, what it is now, it's just like... A, it's like an empty shell. Of, of, and, it, and that's nothing to do with uh, the Doctor. It's more the storytelling. Yeah. I found it. Okay, so there's a short story called The Egg, and it's by um, Andy Weir, who's the author of... Um, oh, gosh, what's... Uh, the Martian. And okay. so the, the story is about the main character, who is you in the second person, and God, who is me in the first person. And you're a 48-year-old man who dies in a car crash. Hang on a sec. You, a 48-year-old man who dies in a car crash, meet the narrator who says that you have been reincarnated many times before and you are the next... Uh, and that you are next to be reincarnated as a Chinese peasant girl in 540 AD. God then explains that you are, in fact, constantly reincarnated across time and that all human beings who have ever lived and will ever live are incarnations of you. So that's what, yeah, that's what it, like, and basically it's just everyone that's ever lived is in a different time, and they are, all of them are you, basically. So that's what, that's what I just reminded me of when you were really? saying that, true. That's when you were just like, you know. Do you think that's what they're doing, Doctor Who? Like, this season's actually part of something even bigger, and they're just kind of setting the pieces up season by season instead of episode by episode. Mm. No, they can't make it. <laughs> Even worse than they've made it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just, honestly, it just needs a new showrunner to come and pretend this hasn't happened. That's like the only way to do it. Anyway. <laughs> There's all the wow. Yeah, I, I, I can't think last time I felt that way about a series, man. It must be pretty devastating. Then. Oh, I, I yeah. can remember a time where I felt yeah. like that about a series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Oh. <laughs> Sheer fucking hubris. Carry on anyway, guys. <laughs> yeah, have you have you ever seen the last episode of Quantum Leap? You just reminded yeah. me of that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. that was such an anticlimax. They gotta explain to happen? you what your jumping around in time has been. That's that was that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. There's actually it reminded me of um just when you were saying that, I was like, Oh man, anyone remember sliders? Yeah. Vaguely. That was such a good show. But then like, like there's I think they sort of ended it and then they didn't realise that they'd got home because like oh, they got yeah. home and the gate doesn't squeak. Yeah, yeah. And it had just been fixed earlier in the day, but they just they realised they're just like, Oh no, it's not it's it's a different parallel world. So like the front gate doesn't squeak, so we're still not home. And it was just like some guy had fixed it in the morning. Yeah, and, that was <laughs> and they and they re jump out of like their actual 
dimension that was theirs. I remember that. That was like the season Damn. one finale. And like I remember being gutted because like the whole season they travel sliding through dimensions. Yeah, and yeah, just trying they, to get they, home. Then they finally get home and you're like, yeah. And then they yeah. leave. And they're like, no, it's not. Oh, right. This gate has yeah. always squeaked. Yeah. And yeah, it's just then you see a guy come out who's just like got his oil can. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only tell like there was no other contingency like nothing no, they were just like i think they were so fed up of just like sliding from them dimension to dimension that they're just like yeah that's not it <laughs> so um cool uh, any anything else jim that you've been up to uh, you've been playing animal crossing um... um i'm watching the new clone wars episodes i guess that's ongoing at the moment isn't it um, yeah yep. anyone else watching them i'm planning to there's been a mini like i think it's gonna be split into mini stories so the first like three four episodes were a mini story that's wrapped up and they've just started a new one um i guess i don't want to be spoily but i don't know how yeah, spoily yeah. it is if i yeah i won't say anything to them <laughs> okay, cool. i've been watching the lego star wars free walkers series really that's... i watched a couple of those when it was first out and it just was a bit meh so i've never come back to it yeah like it's it still is a bit meh to be honest but yeah. um the story is quite good well no there's a lot of those lego star wars things that they did were like good little the, 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 the... comedies and then yeah this one, but the fun... one, it wasn't yeah funny. I think because of the story, the underlying story was there that it took away from the humor because it made it a bit more serious. But they still had the quirky goofiness from like the Lego Marvel series. They were good as well. Okay. Um, anything else, Jim? Uh, I watched A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's the only. Oh, the, the Tom Hanks. Yeah, um... it's it's sort of like so far it's not even within our remit right you can't define that as in any way nerd it's just sure, so yeah sure. <laughs> okay. was it good it was interesting and i think because uh, it's it mr was... rogers right which is very american yeah so what's weird is like that here i never really planned to watch the film but i had read the article that the film is based on so it's sort of interesting to see the difference in uh in its take I think the article the film was written based on was basically it sounded like a journalist going to do a profile of him and sort of being slightly converted to Christianity by him. Oh, really? I think that's the way. I mean, I was reading between lines, but that's how it felt to me. Kind of like, yeah, this kind of guy who was atheist and having a hard time just came away to Fred Rogers' way of thinking, which was, I mean, I think he was actually a pastor. He was probably Christian. Um, but it wasn't explicit in the article, it's just that's kind of how it felt. Mm. So it was weird that that in the film was not as heavily leaned into. It was more, okay. I mean, there was less kind of Mr. Rogers in it. It was very much just about the journalist guy. And obviously it wasn't the same journalist guy. It was a, a fictionalized version of him. Right, whereas, okay. Whereas the weird thing is then, I mean, you know, you, your Fred Rogers is still a fictionalized version, but isn't depicted as fictionalized. He's still depicted as an actual person. But feels more fictionalized because he's more one-dimensional. But it was still a really interesting film. I really liked the tone of it. It was nice to see something that was not afraid to be as slow and gentle as it was. I mean, okay. it, it felt pretty unique in its just atmosphere. So I liked okay. it a lot. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on to what I've yeah, yeah. to, um, if you guys are all done. Um, 
as for myself, Jim, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely been playing some Animal Crossing. I picked it up, I think, Thursday. I think I picked it up Thursday evening. Uh, and yeah, I've basically been playing it sort of every day since. Um, I've got my house. I've got, um, you know, different villagers that are going to be moving in. I've got the museum. I think the museum should be up and running tomorrow. Um, just really enjoying it. I think it's the... <laughs> It's weirdly the perfect game for the current end times that we're um, living in. Um, just super chill. Um, and then other games that I hmm? is that your first Animal Crossing? Have you played? Before? No, no. I used to play. Um, I used to play. Uh, is it the DS one? Is that what was that one? Was it one DS? Um, there was a three DS one, DS one, and the GameCube one. I think this might. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure. It might have been the 3DS one that I was playing with. With I think I was playing it with you at one point. I remember playing yeah. it. Oh yeah, 3DS was New Leaf. We did play that together, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The um, DS one I didn't play. It was weird. I was thinking about this the other day. I kind of forgot that like, I played the GameCube one on launch because I had an import GameCube at the time. Yeah. It took like another two years to come to Europe. Yeah, wow. so, two years. So yeah, okay. it's like it's one of those things where you know it suddenly feels like it's finally gone proper mainstream like it's massive right now and it's that thing where you're like geez that was probably one of the first few hundred people in the country to play that and nice. yeah the kind of thing that you know just that awful feeling like you're like oh god well i saw that massive band when they were still supporting <laughs> it's all their shit band. and yeah that kind of like weird like you feel like you should have some sense of ownership but it's just like oh shut up nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> but oh, like but... wild world by the way for the oh, uh, yeah 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 yes that, that rings well but like Bailey said as well, this is definitely the perfect climate for a game like Animal Crossing, to be released yeah. on a handheld, yeah, and TV. That, that it's just perfect. Yeah, I just Nintendo's uh, very happy. Yeah, I mean, it's what biggest biggest selling Switch game in Japan. Yeah, like which is, you know, no no small feat. You know, it, it sold more than all the previous Animal Crossing launch games. Yeah. It, wow. My roommate, yeah, my roommate kind of, you know, is like he did. He doesn't have a, a switch, mm -hmm. so last week um, he was trying his best to get a switch. And since <laughs> <laughs> since um, we had like that whole lockdown and everything, um, he went to Target. Nothing was at Target, and then GameStop. Um, a lot of people were still trying to, you know close GameStop because like they're not really essential yeah. but GameStop is just like well we'll just have like a pickup or something you know they still want to be in business that type of thing so nothing in, in within the 250 mile radius from our area he can't find a switch um wow. but there is a switch light but he doesn't want to get that one so yeah he, no one wants still... a switch light <laughs> <laughs> damn just can you just let him move on to your island I mean it's such a nice game to play when you're on, you know, multiplayer on the same island. I've, I know a lot of people don't like doing that, but I think that's like the ideal version of it for me. That's what I like best about it, playing like, you know, with my wife and our kids. It's just, it's so nice to have a game where you do that sort of cooperative, asynchronous, but all working towards the same goals thing. It's, just, it's such a nice atmosphere for games. I know, but I kind of, I've, 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 I kind of invest my time like on my Switch for like maybe six hours. So, <laughs> 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 I 
How are you finding six hours of stuff to do in Animal Crossing? There's not like so much you can do in a day. I, I don't know. I actually spent six <laughs> hours this morning. I, I woke up at like at 10 and then, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> and I noticed it's just like, oh, it's like this late already. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like right. a good day. Yeah, what other things? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, other things I've been doing. I mean, I spoke a little bit earlier before the lockdown here, like um, sort of going to live D&D stuff. Um, that was really, really cool. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, the big one is the, the big fucking salty elephant in the room. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, should we just set you off on that one? Sure, Do you should we get onto it? Should we get onto it? Who's watched Picard? I, I have seen detailed analysis of it because I, I, well, I feel like. Yeah. The media, so I know you've, you've Amongst seen others. But yeah. Um, uh, I've seen it. You've seen it yeah. all the way through. I've seen all but the last episode. Okay. Farissa, have you been watching it? I haven't. No? Um, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm not really much of a watcher recently. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to read as much as I can. Um, but I'm also like, not gonna lie, I'm not really good at reading. Like my attention span is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, like D and D modules, like the only thing I've kind of read in yeah. in a bit. Um, also, yeah, I forgot to mention that I also like started learning Japanese again. Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been doing my uh, my hiragana drills, like just practicing how to, you know, write it nicely. Um, I, I've just I think I still have like that uh, Genki like PDF. I think Nikki gave me that like yeah long ago. Um, so that helped out a lot. So it's just nice, like kind of going back into, uh, you know, those things that you, you, you kind of put in the back burner. And so it's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll learn it um, again. And now it's kind of like a good time to hone those skills. You need, um, to, uh, you need to check out Yan and the Japanese people. Also <laughs> well, provided that? to me by a certain Mr. Nick. <laughs> yeah. But I'll send you a link to that. It's great. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, Picard. So, yeah. Let me, let me let me lay this out for you, Farissa. Like in terms of what Picard means to me. So I I used to look forward to every single Tuesday night at quarter to six. No, so quarter to seven, six forty-five in the evening. Star Trek: The Next Generation would be on on BBC two and it would be on for 45 minutes because no adverts on BBC. And that would be like my time with my mom and my sister. And that was it. It was just us guys in the house. And, and then this amazing example of a brilliant human being would come onto the TV and that was Picard and they have essentially set him on fire <laughs> and and completely destroyed any sort of morals that this man had it seems like not just even him and, and no no wait wait, wait 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 <laughs> and then they had to put him out so they just decided 
Well, the easiest and quickest way to do that is just to piss on him. <laughs> and that is Picard. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um there, there's a there's a there's a moment. Yeah, I, I think I spoke to Jim about it. There's 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 a moment in episode six of this new series where there is there is a crew member on this starship who clearly has a addiction problem, um, who has some mental health problems, and also has like you know some some issues with her family and you know and friends and things like that, and they basically get her to go on and do like a voice call or like a video call to try and get permission to like diplomatic permission to land on a spaceship um with another race and in order to do that this this woman they have to actually like plonk her into the seat because she's that fucking out of her head like from alcohol or all this thing that she keeps smoking that's never really alluded to as to what it is and and then she puts on this show for them where, you know, she's talking to her, one of her friends who's like an admiral that can get her these permissions so that they can go and land on this thing. And it gets to the point where, like, she's pushing her look so much with this new, with, with this very old friend that she, this old friend is like, I'm going to do this for you, but I don't want you ever to call me again. And at the end of it, the call ends, she drops the act, she goes completely to pieces has to be helped out the chair. Captain Jean-Luc Picard gets up and applauds her, shouting, bravo, bravo, as this woman has a fucking mental breakdown and has to be escorted back to her room. And I was just like, this is not, this is just not even the same character. Like, but, but, but th it's this is so far removed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is part of my problem with Picard. It's like the whole series. I I love Picard. I love everything that he, he stood for in the next generation. And the movies as well. Well, sort of in the movies. <laughs> the action movies. action, oh, action yeah. Picard. Action yeah. Picard. <laughs> yeah. Um this, this is an era of Picard's life that I, I never really wanted to see or cared about. <laughs> I didn't want to see 90-year-old Picard with people re-emphasizing that he's too old for this, that they shouldn't be doing <laughs> this. And it's, it's like, it's cool, man. Just don't show I, me I, I wanted to see him get older because I wanted oh, it to be like, you know how people, there's that saying like, Wisdom comes with age, and people get wiser <laughs> as they get older. Senile in Picard's place. Like, that is not happening with this Picard. This Picard no. is the fucking, like, abomination that will just oh. steamroller absolutely anyone to get what he fucking wants. Yeah. It's just... It's such a weird departure from who this character actually was for, like, these six seasons. Like, I, I, it's just... And it's oh, not God. just, I mean, think it's not just the writing that's bad. The writing is terrible for his character, but yeah. the yeah. performance is terrible as well. It's like, oh, he's just ham. He's just like Patrick Stewart's ham. not watched Star Trek for 20 years and doesn't yeah. give a shit about it and just has turned up and just been himself. He's just like, he's, yeah, either pure ham or else this weird <laughs> sort of like wannabe action hero thing, which is just embarrassing to watch. You know, it's like, 
Oh man, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's painful. It really is painful. It's when they point it out to him as well that like he he's too too old or like he's going senile. Like when um when everyone was saying that she was the murderer and he was just like acting like a crazy old man, just like no, it couldn't have been her. She must have been uh possessed by the Romulans or the Romulans made her do it. <laughs> and it's like no, Picard, she's she's a dumb bitch. She she did it. <laughs> She deserves it. I can't believe she's had redemption as well. Oh, oh God, Jim. Yeah. Are you okay oh. with us like, going into this last episode? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. All right. So you remember you remember the ending of Bioshock 3, right? Oh. Uh, did I play the third one? Infinite, you mean? I don't think I finished No, that. sorry, not Bioshock 3. Um, oh, fuck. Mass um, Effect. Mass Effect 3. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, of course I remember the end of that. Yeah. So... So this is Mass Effect Three, like it, the ending of this is like, and there's so much stuff that they fucking plucked from Mass yep. Effect Three. Like even the ship <laughs> looks like the Normandy. I mean, let's just get that out of the way, right? Yeah. But yeah. like, I'm I'm not kidding, right? They they literally they literally take Picard's consciousness after he dies, and they put it into a synthetic body, right? And the, right. the moral... I mean, yeah, I saw that coming from the penultimate yeah. episode. It felt like the, that was the being moral, set up. Like, the, the, like, there's this thing, right, where Picard dies. Cool. And then, all of a sudden, Picard is sat in a drawing room with Data. Actual Data. Actual yeah. Data. And Data is talking to him like normal Data. And you're like, oh, this isn't like, you know, like Picard having one of his crazy dreams. And <laughs> Data explains that he is in... A very very sophisticated simulation and you're like okay cool so and he's like well am i dead and he's like yeah you you died and he's like so how can i be in a simulation um you basically you'll 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 see when you wake up but what data then says to him is when you wake up i would like you to turn this simulation off and he's like why you, you still exist here and data is just like to die is to be human and that's a really great message for for data for rounding out data's character arc that's actually something i'm cool with because data wants to die because that's what humans do and that's all he ever wanted to be yeah that was my favorite scene of the whole episode yeah and that and it's and it's it's a great scene beautiful so then picard wakes up and he is an android like synthetic. a synthetic android and it feels like they completely missed the point of like picard died <laughs> and maybe picard should have died because to die is to be human and they're like no nah, it's picard picard's got to keep living we need our season two yeah yeah so now he's mecha picard, mecha picard. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and they explain to him they're just like yeah um basically you have an android body but we've made it so that you have a limited lifespan on this body you are still going to die we put um, a fail safe you... in him yeah we put a fail safe but now you don't have that condition that we've been like alluding to that you're going to die throughout this whole fucking season and even at the end of next generation they're alluding to this condition like that he's going yeah, to yeah. die this condition and then they're like nah if we gave you a new body like just just go boy it up like just off you go on adventures wow. and it's like yeah. you've just had this like profound message of data being like everyone that's everyone is supposed to die 
Apart from Picard. Sheer fucking hubris. <laughs> That's what's so weird. It's like, if you take him out of it, the show isn't that bad. It's like, it's specifically. <laughs> I kind of agree. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. It's, with it's that. not great, but it's not worse than Discovery. You know, it's like just that same level, like B list, okay for contemporary Star Trek, fine yes. sort of stuff. And he's the only terrible thing about it. But he's the, the only thing that I, I kind of hope now is that with season two, they go off and they actually make Star Trek. Where he's got his crew and he's got his ship. And he has these adventures per episode. And they just go on per per episode adventures mm. and actually do Star Trek. You know, yeah. because this oh, wasn't you know, Star Trek. Never happened, right? Because every time yeah, because what's what we all want is like just episodic TV where every week is a self-contained story and you don't need to see it every week. And it doesn't matter, you can just drop in and drop out and it's yeah. that would be great. But nobody makes TV like that because when people do make TV like that now, it's like the first few episodes of The Witcher, or it's like the first few episodes of Mandalorian. And they just get ripped to shreds. People just hate on it all the time. Mandalorian like, was fucking great. I know. That was when he was just doing side missions all the time. Same with Witcher. When he was just doing like his side quests, there were such good episodes. Yeah. But you read the reviews and everyone's just like, well, you know, we're not getting the development here. And this is, says, come on. what? This is what I want from TV. <laughs> and everybody's shitting on it. So people There's, aren't going to make oh, it. Oh, man. So, so, so you've, seen, you've seen up to the penultimate episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. So that penultimate episode was already just irritating because it's like, oh my god, why are you introducing new entities? You're giving me new characters here. That I mean, I want you to wrap up a story. You're starting new stories. You're bringing me people in and then doing some kind of like, ah, but they're not who they seem to be. I don't care who they seem to be. Just finish the fucking story. It's like, stop bringing more complication into this. It's what, already I mean, tedious. Just, so, yeah. just the the twist of there being like the evil, like one that stabs, like that yep. sets the Romulan free. It was just like, oh my god. Completely. Um, Asking, like just annoying. laziest fucking writing yeah and then you know and there's there's like plot holes at the end where it's like they they summon they they they, they get the beacon off the beacon goes and it summons the massive space cthulhu's um mecha cthulhu's out of some like red space dimension and these big fucking tentacles of mech like come through and then they manage, and then they the manage to cut off the beacon, and it withdraws into its own space, right? But if these things were so fucking advanced, and can just you know they like they are there, like they're so advanced that they're just waiting on this beacon. The beacon's been activated and called them. Like, why would they just suddenly be like, yeah, we're, we're uh, yeah, okay, the beacon's now been shut off, so we're not going to bother anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh god, it's just so fucking dumb in so many areas. I've got an issue oh. with um, the storytelling of the entire season as well. Oh, do you really? Yeah, <laughs> like you know how you keep getting like uh, f- little flashbacks at the beginning of each episode that yes. builds more lore and backstory into it. Yeah, it had no real purpose for that last episode at all. Like. Everything's been tied up. Everything's all been explained before we even got to the final episode. <laughs> the final episode has no big um, uh, a climax. Okay, you called the antenna a climax, but it didn't even feel like a climax. And even when the, um, you know, the money shot came of, of all the starships, you know, this huge space yeah. battle with like hundreds and hundreds of copying fucking pasted starships yeah 
Oh my god, that was so anticlimactic. The whole, the whole season felt anticlimactic right until this final episode. And oh I mean, my don't, god, don't get me wrong, I didn't want like a massive space battle. Like I, 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 I wouldn't have minded. Like oh no, fuck that. No, fuck, like two hundred like, ships. Those too many. Discovery is enough to give me a fucking epileptic fit. And I'm not even epileptic. <laughs> like two ships, I would have been happy with. Yeah, that had been all right, but like. The fact that they all stand down at the end is... I, I kind of liked it, because that was a little bit more Star Trek than... Yeah, but how many times like. How many times did she say, prepare to fire? Prepare. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just... And also, like, there's there's so much stuff that they're, like, change it. Like, so, like, a, a, a Vulcan mind meld is now not... You don't need to be a Vulcan to fucking do it? Yeah, you can be a yeah. synthetic. Be a they're, they're the same. They're different... Oh. Slightly different variation of the same race, apparently. No, no, no. We're no. not even talking about that. No, not Romulans. We're talking about no. the fact that now anyone can do a Vulcan oh. mind meld. Oh, it got worse. Do a okay. mind meld. <laughs> a an android. Do an android does a Vulcan mind meld. <sighs> because apparently it's not a physiolo physiological thing. It's like a state of mind thing. You, 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 you can you learn it from learn a book. It. <laughs> we. Yeah. It's just so, so fucking dumb. So... Can you explain to me, like, why it sounds like a little bit, like, out of pocket in a way? Like, how, like, how do you mean? Um, well, I'm not really, like, um, like a whole Star Trek fan or anything, but okay. it kind of sounds like this specific, like, trait uh, or power, it's something special to acquire, right? And you're so, saying, like... So, yeah, so there's, there's a, a race of aliens called Vulcans and mm -hmm. they are it's you know you know Spock so Spock yeah. most famous Vulcan of all you know Vulcans basically trained themselves um to let go of emotion because emotion was leading to them being very very um antagonistic um towards other races and towards each other and mm -hmm. the offshoot of that is the Romulans who play a large part as the bad guys for this Picard series and a lot of other Star Treks. And they are basically like emotional Vulcans that are, you know, warlike and espionage and lots of plots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The Vulcans are the opposite. The Vulcans basically have sort of got rid of their emotions and practice a philosophy of just logic. And the Vulcans are able to do something called a mind meld, which is basically where they go into like a trance-like state with a person who they are um, touching on the forehead and on the sides of the face. And they can basically merge minds to pass information or pass stories of stuff on, of, you know, or memories and things like that. And it's oh. always just been a thing that the Vulcans could do. And it's, you know, it's, it was called the Vulcan mind meld. Uh -huh. But apparently... Robots can do it too. Robots can do it too now. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> which which means anyone can do a Vulcan mind meld at this point because if robots can do it, then anyone can. Anyone it's not can as, do it. Like it's not it, yeah, she says she was taught it. She learnt it from a book or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she 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 read about it in a book. So now <laughs> she can do it. Sheer fucking hubris. Um, it would be like just everyone being able to do Sharingan in Naruto, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It'd be like that. It'd put <laughs> yeah. an anime spin on it. Read it's about like, it. Oh, yeah. Ready okay. to work now. Can do I'm it. sharing again. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, That's actually, yeah. Now I kind, of, I, I kind of see like how I'll connect. It, it, it would yeah. be like you suddenly being able to speak Japanese because you read it once in a book. You you just read some Japanese and then you were like, yeah, okay, cool. I read I read all this stuff about it. Okay, now I speak Japanese and on all of that. Like it's just fucking like. I wish. It's not that. I mean, because you can actually learn Japanese, right? That's well, this is true. <laughs> it's like if it was that, but instead of being Japanese, it was like you learned to have your babies in a pouch the way kangaroos do just by reading it in a book it's more like that yeah, right? yeah. yes exactly yeah it's such a fucking bizarre thing uh, and just there's so much lazy writing there's so much bad acting honestly on on the part of patrick stewart unfortunately um there's just they've completely like i i understand people change as they get older but mm. i just didn't bank on Jean-Luc Picard as a character just getting stupider as he got older. Yeah, and, I just didn't want to see happened. it. Like, it, it, it's... It's just so bad. <laughs> um, it makes me sad that we have another season of Picard and, like, Sino well, Picard. I mean, <laughs> they they I mean, really knew it at that point, you know? It's just like, oh, Jean-Luc Picard is, or, like, he's there, you know? He's, like the person gonna make us money so that's yeah yeah i mean well this is it i mean it's he he's i think they don't quite understand what made picard so appealing as a character and and a lot of it was this was a very as a character he had very high moral standards Mm. and and he was very strict um about how he ran the starship and that sort of thing and you end this show and it's just like there's just no morals like the the the, the lady that straight up fucking murders a guy on the ship <laughs> is now just part of the crew and just clearly like she just gets away with it like but then she's she's the character as well she's oh man her dialogue is so like somebody watched buffy and thought it was yes. built, built 30 years later she's like she's so painful to listen to yeah yeah she's oh god I think it's like she, I was trying to figure out where I knew her from, and then if it clicked, and she's the drummer from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh really? yeah. Now you now you say it, yeah. She's that Kim from sense. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And I was just like, oh fuck, that's right. But I then she from. killed that guy because she thought the guy was an android. But then the guy was no. like, no, I'm not. No, because he was a creator of the synthetic. No, she, she she killed him because she, she temporarily she believed that the androids were going to destroy the universe, but then she changed her mind like five minutes after she killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she didn't want them to know how to find Shoji, I think. Yeah. And he knew where, like, he, he was telling them where to go or, or something like that. Yeah, he had, like, all the information for, like, the so backstory of it. Up murders him. Like, and he was her lover as well. Mm. And then she just fucking watches him die. And like, yeah, she, she gets off with Rios as well. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, that's why she figured out she's done it. And it's just like, oh, well, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, gets off scot free. She's yeah. now she's now the doctor for the new starship. Yeah, murdering head. Now, I, I have a few questions. Okay, right. I have a few general questions. Go right. for it. Mainly one, like discussing this whole thing. Do you feel that Starship Ricard is just blatantly just 
we had a cheap script for a sci-fi engine that involved certain kind of things, but we had no way to sell it. Therefore, no. and I we wallpapered it with Star Trek and Picard and mm. threw him into the mix. Um, all right. No, Patrick Stewart has said all along that he has been involved in this since the beginning, which worries me even more. Uh, yeah, that raises more questions. That, yeah, exactly. That's even more worrisome than if it was your scenario all right so next question because the because whilst a lot of my information is fairly secondhand because i was never into the i was never into star trek um the the world that picard left yeah before this series kicked off right yeah from what i've been told is one that was kind of fairly at peace like a lot of the petty kind of stuff that people would kind of fight over like wealth and things like that within the federation yeah yeah had kind of it kind of gone yes but then i've no. heard that like some of it of... some of it does start to seep back into ds9 mm. in that respect and it happened in tng with the cardassian wars as well yeah so there's some, a lot some of... of it does seep back in but yeah i mean th- Starfleet seems very different. Well, isn't there a scene where like he goes into like the the main Starfleet, walks up to a guy working there, and the guy is like, "Who are you?" Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, "What? <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense." That would like yeah. Tony start walking into a bloody Avengers but... building, and sounds like, "Who are you?" It's like, "What?" Yeah. It... Well, he's a disgraced admiral in this series, isn't he? kind of yeah kind of um after like all he, he's done that's well so this weird. is it like he's left starfleet because he didn't agree with them not rescuing the romulans uh the romulans star goes supernova and wipes out their home planets uh, yeah. in a earlier movie um and he wanted to relocate them and all this sort of thing and then through various plot points that doesn't happen he falls out with star fleet because of that and leaves starfleet and goes and basically retires to his vineyard um and and that's fine like you know like he him being on the vineyard is cool like it plays numerous parts in even in next generation um in terms of him and his family Mm. um but yeah this is a different starfleet this is a different federation um it is all of a sudden that's what i mean it just some things that just doesn't make any sense like you'd think this guy be decorated right like people yeah. gonna know like who this guy is after all the stuff he's kind of done yeah. like well no because when he did the tv interview he they said that he hadn't been interviewed in like was it 10 years or eight years or something like that something so like that. yeah he's been out of the kind of like limelight for a long time but, People um, still talk about Winston Churchill, man. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think 10 years, people be like, who's this guy? Why do we care about this guy? Like, yeah, it, it's... There's, there's a lot of lazy writing in this thing. It's just bad. It's just really bad, guys. Like, I, I can imagine. I mean, the, the, the thing is, it's like... I want, I want to say, like, are we like free for free? So it's like Game of Thrones, <laughs> season eight, just devastatingly bad writing yeah wrecks 
a whole lot of established work, right? Now, uh, Picard. Let me put this right? writing up there with how bad season eight writing is of Game of Thrones. I, that I, that I can believe in terms of betrayal. In fact, he, he was his character as betrayed as <laughs> some of the characters in season eight of Game of Thrones. So, so the the character of Picard in Next Generation is definitely betrayed that much because this is yeah. just it's not even the same dude at times like it's like no it, it's an a side of picard we never wanted to see we never <laughs> we never wanted to see picard at 91 years old not we my should, picard we should never have seen him at that age um but, but no there is one silver lining though um eleanor and seven them two are great Yes. I, I want I want them to make a spin-off series with them too. They no, they, really they were good. I mean, it's weird, man. Like the own the only fucking person who's left at the end of this show with any sort of moral compass is is Eleanor. Like, and yeah. you know, like everyone else has no fucking moral compass whatsoever as they yeah. fly off I, in their ship. I said to Billy one point, what's really odd is the episode where they bring back um, uh, so Riker and Troy. Uh, oh around. yeah. And it really emphasizes how badly they've done Picard because you see Riker and Troy, and that's like believable older versions of those characters. Yeah. And mm. it's really nice to see them, and that it just works really well. And they've given them a daughter who mm. isn't irritating, is quite cool. <laughs> like, you never get that with kids yeah. on TV, right? It's like, and is believably their daughter. It's just that whole bit is just all well done. Yeah. It just really brings home how bad the rest of it is. You know? it's like, I mean, you shoot, get a nice yeah. Riker cameo towards the end of the last episode, which is. Right. Which is quite good. It, he's, and no, he's still quite it good. was terrible. No, he's he's good because <laughs> he's no, it's good because he hasn't changed character. He's utterly fucking cocky ass Riker when he turns up. Right, still terrible writing. That's who he was though. Yeah, the, the like what happens there is bad, but when he turns up, it's Riker from Next Generation. Like he's just cocky as hell. Like yeah, it, I mean, it's just there's no change in that character. Like that's how basically you saw him being once the show ended like and he's back on a starship it's just like yeah that's Riker you know as a captain um but yeah I mean I I, I, I actually like the Eleanor character I think that's quite a cool thing but yeah like I said like this this show ends and you're just like man everyone on that ship is an asshole apart from him like including Picard like it's just oh god do you have any more questions nick about um what, what kind of round this out with? i mean because <laughs> what, what you're saying earlier about the whole kind of like self-contained episodes and all that kind of stuff mm. i just don't think with the way modern writers are and with the way modern tv audiences are could you even go back to the the old kind of like you know galaxy quest with picard Star Treks, where it's just like, you know, they weren't action-packed episodes. A lot, of, a lot of episodes are just like some kind of like almost like a moral crisis or some kind of diplomatic issue that he resolves. Like I've heard episodes where it's like finales end on just like a sit-down discussion with two warring factions that just gets kind of you know dissipated in a in the conversation like could you even go back to that in modern tv or just people just want like explosions and drama and murders and crazy shit and that I, kind of stuff I, right I, I think well they've I done think... it with orville 
like Orville has kind of like shown that you can kind of go to the different weekly episodic stories and still have like the quirky Star Trekky of how it used to be. Like Orville works. I I quite enjoy Orville, but the way Star Trek's gone now with its storytelling, it's very serious. I, I mean, I, yeah. you, you say that, and then there's a guy with who just decaps people with a katana. It's just like that, that <laughs> felt very that's, not that's Star Trek. Yeah, but sheer fucking hubris. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just i i i don't think i i think Star Trek is dead. Like, i i think Star Trek has been dead since probably towards the end of Voyager. Like, I don't think that Star Trek is coming back. I don't think it can come back. I wish it would. But I don't think that there are writers doing that sort of thing. Like, I can't think of anything recent with the exceptions of what we spoke about earlier with, like, you know, beginning of Mandalorian and um, The Witcher. I can't think of anything TV show-wise that is single episode um, storylines. In in the last ten years, I can't think of anything like that. I don't know if you guys can, um, but I think we've very much come onto this like everyone's binge watching, and that means you have to have a storyline that you know that makes people binge watch and keep coming back, like and keep what keep sitting there and watching it, like. And I think singular episodes don't lend themselves to that format of television basically um but yeah I, I can't think of anything that's that's been like that i don't know if you guys can um not as a serious kind of thing like uh, like things that are more based on comedy get away with that very easily yeah all right mm. so like rick and morty, I mean, even rick and morty has a through line yeah doctor who's right. the one right doctor who yeah. still is every episode is distinct it's yeah. story um and they'll have some tiny little arcs that carry through a series and season but they've been doing less of that recently if anything so yeah mm. that's still the one okay yeah i mean i mean maybe it could work then i mean people definitely watch doctor who let's, let's face it as much as you're not <laughs> enjoying it in the minute <laughs> um, but um yeah i mean like i said what this picard thing is not a star trek show discovery wasn't really a star trek show enterprise was star trek but was just fucking god awful um and before that yeah you're, you're kind of looking at voyager and voyager voyager was pretty good um had some real stinker episodes but also had some very good episodes and it was an interesting concept of you know they were so far from home and it was going to take them like 90 years or something to get back home, you know. Um, Jesus. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, they sort of, they're making their way home, but still taking stops for science, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's probably Star Trek dies when Voyager gets back to the Alpha Quadrant, basically. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's kind of the end of it. Uh, I, I and then did... we're just on action trek. I did, um, yeah, I did enjoy Discovery, and I'm looking forward to season three, but I am dreading what they're going to do with the whole Star Trek universe. 
Yeah, it's canon. No. It's canon. I'm not asking if it's canon. I'm it's asking canon. If, it's a, if it's a Star Trek show. What do you mean by Star Trek show? I mean Star Trek as in... Does every, it have a name in it? As in everything that had led up to that show. Was it, was it like the original series? Was it like TNG? Was it like DS9? Was it like Voyager? Was it like Enterprise? In terms of what type of show it was. Okay, it was mostly like uh, DS9 in the later seasons. Really? Darker, more grittier. Like DS9 in the later seasons. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely dark and grittier, but they are very recognisably Star Trek. Mm. Discovery, for me, is not recognisably Star Trek. Like In storytelling, it's completely different. Yeah. In CGI, it's completely different as well. Yes. Uh, technology, oh, it's so annoying how they bounce backwards and forwards. In Discovery, there was like, oh, do you remember in Picard when uh, they give her the um, the thingy, the magic thingy? Oh, oh, yes, the the, the magic thingy that fixes everything. I forgot. What? They give they give them a tool because their spaceship <laughs> is broken. They give them a tool, and how you fix things is you use your imagination. Yeah. Imagination, 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 imagination. What? Whilst holding the tool and it fixes it for you. They use the magic of imagination. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's how they fix their starship, Nick. They imagine it being fixed. And that is not Star Trek. That is not Star Trek. (laughs) How scientific? Exactly. Star Trek is when you make up science shit and make it all sound cool. You don't use magic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right, I've ranted enough. Is there anything else we want to cover on Picard? Are we all, those of us that have watched it, are we all in agreement that it's fucking, it's atrocious? It's like, I kind of want to watch it just because I, I want to know, like, how... Oh, you want to watch a car crash. I mean, yeah, people, don't, people don't look away from a car crash. Um, <laughs> have you watched any other Star Treks before this? Oh, you know, not really. But I'm just like, I think I kind of get a good gist of just, like, how you guys talk about it. Oh, and... Man. It's like I, I would say if you want a comparison, go and watch some like season three next generation. And the great thing about that is you can just drop into it. Like it's all singular episodes, you can just drop into one and be like, Oh, okay, yeah, I'll just watch that. You couldn't do that with this Star Trek. Watch Star Trek would... Discovery as well. No, no, don't don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Um <laughs> we we care about you, don't do that. Um <laughs> But yeah, like you can you can drop into like season three of Next Generation. Like you get over the first kind of clumsy season. I dislike the second season because I fucking hate the Doctor within the second season. Um, she's just an awful character. But there are there are good episodes within it that don't have her in. Um, but season three is where Next Generation really really kicks off, and you're looking at like 20, 22 episodes, true? Uh, yeah, twenty two yeah. episodes per season. Yeah. You're looking at 22 episodes of basically just like fucking gold. Like all of them are gold, like just great. And you can drop into any of them. Um, but, and then 
after you've watched some of those and seen what Picard is like in those, then go and watch Star Trek Picard. No, don't watch Star Trek Picard. No, no, no. Watch Star Save Trek Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, cool. Um, let's wrap this up because it's it's half twelve now over here. Um, oh, right. I forgot. And does anyone else have anything else they want to want to add before we uh, wrap up? I just want you guys to have a look at the screenshot I just sent you in WhatsApp, which oh, right, is okay. a message I just got from Claire, which kind of <laughs> is great. Uh, let me check that. Hang on. Yeah, right, she so... went upstairs a while ago to bed with the switch. And... Yeah. <laughs> I certainly will. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting it and playing it. Already. Yeah, all caps. I just caught our big bastard tarantula. <laughs> she's obviously <laughs> like, she's uh, not even happy it. about that. She's just freaked out. I can tell she's lying in bed, not able to get to sleep. From my <laughs> oh, <child. laughs> oh boy. That's so great. I told my friend like I was talking about like you guys were talking about Picard, and I'm yeah. like. And then he replied, I heard it's good. How should I reply? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can put him onto this podcast once I've edited it and put it up. Yeah. <laughs> I can send him this link. Yeah, it gives you guys more uh, coverage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> two whole listeners. Thank you. Yeah, two whole <laughs> listeners. Um, cool. All right, guys. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Rissa, it's been great having you on. Yeah, it really um, has. Really nice to talk to you. Yes, it's been a feature. As soon as I as soon as I figured I could sort it out, I was just like, okay, that's gonna be a really great surprise for the guys. Um, cool. Um, so we will end it there. Nick, say goodbye. Bye bye. Jim, say goodbye. Bye. Chewy, say goodbye. Bye. Marissa, say goodbye. See ya. Bye. All right. I think well, I said I bet you're not gonna remember what number episode this is. This is therefore this reboot. is episode number forty-three. Mm. And do you know how I know that? Because you looked it up. Because this meeting is named Nerdword 43. <laughs> I mean, I did see that, but at the same time, I think it's a tradition. <laughs>